Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. And that's a broadcast. It's on TV. And you can watch it. They got 17 seasons. That's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show. Not the food, though. But the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first names because I don't know everyone's last name, and I'm trying to be polite. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host Jamal. With me always is my co-host Reeves. Say what's up. What's up, Top Chef babies? So glad to see you here. Brian's here. Hello, I'm here. Brian's here again. I'm here. He might not be here the next week. He might not be here next week or two weeks from now. Yeah, I got a big, big end of month coming up. No, next week I'll be here. But then after that, it's going to get a little dicey for Mm -hmm. a bit. Not dicey, just like normal. No, and I'm going on vacation. And then uh, and then I'm well, that's not affecting anything because that's a that's a Sunday to a Thursday. And then Uh I'm going to visit my sister who's having a baby. And oh, condolences! Yeah, right. Condolences to her. Mm-hmm. So then we'll condolences to her. We'll see how that goes. Congratulations to you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. She can't uh, win. She can't win Top Chef now. Yeah, she definitely can't win Top Chef no, now. She'll yeah. be too obsessed. With she's also food. covered in tattoos, though. So that, she's already that's no, like major strength. Out. She'd she's never done. win Top she's Chef. She's cooked. She's cooked. She can't win. Yeah, I'm gonna be a gunkle, which stands for great uncle. All right. I'd lose that. <laughs> I'd lose it. I'd figure out something else. Don't call yourself Gunkle. <laughs> You're setting yourself up for failure. Um, speaking of setting yourself up for failure, did Tom contact <clears throat> anyone this week? Wow. Yeah. Let's get right into it. So Tom uh, called me out of the blue. I was actually eating dinner. Me and Reeves must not have answered if he called you. Yeah, I have. <laughs> he, he must have tried us. We didn't answer. And he was like, I guess I'll call him. I got him in my phone, but it's like I have him titled as like, do not answer. So mm-hmm. like I know it's him and I know not to like, because sometimes I might impulse answer, see that I recognize yeah. nobody. I see none. So I, I usually I, give it a pass. I have him as he'll call back in my phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's really important, he'll call back. Yeah. He called me from a... um from a burner phone is what he said he said he had two cell phones because mm-hmm. i didn't recognize the number and he mm-hmm. said afterwards after the call ended he said delete this number never call it again mm-hmm. well if it's a burner phone yeah what would be the he told me i had to, i i do the burn part he said, he said <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> okay, he okay. It, i've it, run into that with him too where it's like he'll be like can you now come to me and take my phone and destroy it mm-hmm and I'm like, I don't really have time for that. But yeah, he was like, hey, can you destroy your phone? Yeah. Like, He's Why? like, or I'm going to mail you this phone real quick and I want you to smash it for me. Yes. Yeah. And he just puts it in the mailbox and I don't know what happens to that phone. I don't think he put my address on it or anything. No, I think he what what he does is he, he opens the phone and he says, go to the, the recipient's name and puts it in the mailbox. Yeah. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. It's not even mm-hmm. close to how it works. Mm-mm. Tom did ask me if I knew any guys who could get him a new phone. I was like, what do you mean by guys? He was like, you know, guys like you. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does like talk to you that way. And yeah. I think it is. I don't know if we need to talk to him about it or something. Or oh, He's in his bag. Yeah. He's in his bag, especially this season. He's in his throwback bag. <laughs> Definitely. So. so, yeah, he was on the go. He was in like different environments. He was in like stores. There's like music playing sometimes that like audio would get bad. And because he was kind of all over the place, he was like really moving along. It's a long conversation. It kind of like rambled and he'd come back on topic and then he would go off on tangents. So I've pulled the the important information from this phone call. Because he, he would talk about everything else, then he would come back and talk about the podcast, and he would say, this is your report card. I didn't do it on paper this year. I'm trying to save the environment, mm-hmm. is what he said. Okay. And this is all, like, you recorded the phone call. Yeah. Yes, I record every phone call that I have. Oh, okay. I forgot about oh, okay. that. Yeah. You should tell Let, us that. 
as a reminder every time we call you. Well, you know, now I remember you saying it because you were you said like you read that Nixon memoir and you were like, that is a good idea. Go ahead and record yeah. anything you can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good idea. It can't come back around on you. Yeah. So yeah, it, it protects the person I'm on the phone with and myself. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they can't use it against you because you record it. Yes. You yeah. press record. So it's yeah. your recording. So and also I have stacks of tapes because of it. So it's cool. People ask yeah. about the tapes. Mm hmm. They say, how do you get phone messages onto tapes? That's the question they have. Yeah. And I'll tell them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, it, it's it's involved. It's an involved process. It's mm-hmm. involved. Okay. If Linda Tripp can figure it out, I can figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton. So, yep. okay. So, let's just get – we'll get into it. So, we're not spending too much time on this. First things first is as soon as we started this podcast today – I realized how much more work this is going to be for me in the editing because it's like nine <laughs> clips. I didn't think about it while I was taking the clips from the phone call until just mm-hmm. right now. Mm. So that's fun. Well, this is good karma. You said that we weren't trying enough, and here we are trying. Yeah, This is try month for us. It's yeah, true. now it's almost too much trying. Okay. So here we go. First things first. This is nice because it's like you are talking to the fans in the future at this point. Yeah. Because at this point, we're experiencing it live. And mm-hmm. we're going to get one experience of it. And then the fans will see what happened when you tried to edit it Yeah, in a few seconds. So that's very exciting. I think that. it'll go okay. I think it'll be fine. Okay. So I, I outright said, it was, he, he, like, he was like, what questions do you have for me? And I said, okay. Oh. What do you think about last season? Just give me top of top of mind your first thoughts about the last season. So Jamal, can you play the first clip? Okay. Uh, the environment was hostile, um, clearly sexist, uh, often racist. So uh, that's it's pretty and, concise. I mean, just to give some context to our fans, he is of course talking about our last season of the show that we did of the podcast. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Not like a previous season of Top Chef. He's he's re- he's reporting on us. Yes. Yeah. Even though some of the things could map over, he is talking about us. Yeah. Yeah. This is our season five report mm-hmm. card from Tom. He's talking about Pod Chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, just for anyone who didn't hear it, let's play it again. Uh, the environment was hostile, um, clearly sexist, uh, often racist. Okay. Hostile. <laughs> Often sexist, often racist. Yeah. Do we want to defend ourselves or just like dig ourselves deeper into it? Yeah, I hate to put a name to any of these. I'll take the racist one. I am racist. (laughs) Which one do you guys want to be? I mean, if I had a choice, I really wouldn't want to be any of them. But it is true that that is the podcast, I guess. Mm -hmm. There are moments of that. But don't, Mm -hmm. isn't that life, right? There, yeah. There's moments we we make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the podcast is hostile when uh-huh. one of the hosts tells the, the rest of them that you know the pod isn't going well and people aren't trying, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that creates a bad environment <laughs> for the kind show. Leading into the new season. Mm-hmm. Yep. So these things happen, and then you work through them, and then and it's kind of sexist when you know, like a co-host and the main host are like, "Hey, we should get you know, let's invite some ladies on," and then. You know, third mic is like, do we have to? What are we? Are we pandering? It's like, that. Okay, first of all, he literally said he didn't want his wife on the podcast. First anymore. of all, look, listen, this is not me for the, the record. We have three men on this podcast. It's inherently sexist. That's just like by not including women, it's inherently <laughs> okay. sexist. Okay, okay, and we know you've read books on this. We yeah, get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do not pass the Bechdel test at all. We're always and talking about those, guys. Are are those tests standardized? Mm. <laughs> and and is that question. racist? Yeah. Is that racist? And then racist, I don't know, because this is last season, not the previous episode. So no, he's that's not... me. That's me. I'll take full credit for that. I'm yeah. racist. So is everyone out there listening? who's like black people can't be racist. I'm absolutely He's telling racist. you that he is. Yeah. And I also want to throw this back on Tom a bit mm-hmm. because, and I don't remember if it was this season or, or the previous season or the season before it, but he did write things to us mm-hmm. that had racial undertones yeah. and overtones yeah, to it. We so, don't even need to talk about that movie. Yeah. It's a thousand pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all over the place in racism, sexism. Yeah. 
hostility. Absolutely. So he's a partner in all this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's separating himself from it as much as he's just like bringing it to light. You know, you can't, you can't go to church and then try and denounce the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're out there, you know, uh, Saturday tides. night getting drunk. Sunday yeah. morning, you're in church. Yeah. Come on. Hot seat, little hot, little hot in the pew, you yeah. know, sinning. That let's keep going. Wash your sins away. Yeah. Let's, let's keep going. Um, so when he said that, I was like, okay, noted. Mm-hmm. Um, what can we do to make the show better? Uh, and this is what he said. Can you play the, the, the third track, Jamal? Oh, third. Foolish of me to think we were going one, two. <laughs> I might skip it. Three. I might skip it or go that's, back to it. That's my bad. It's why, mostly, why just, I... it mostly just in order so I know which ones they are. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yep. Um, it's about creating good habits. It's about learning good, solid technique and methods. Um, so it's much like learning to play a musical instrument. You have to understand basics. You have to understand theory. And then from there, you can improvise. But improv is the worst part of this podcast when mm. we improvise. Mm. So our I, team I, doesn't work together anymore, RoboQ. <laughs> We can't just do two man shows. It's bad. So, RoboQ. Is there a reason why no Decepticons want to be on our team? (laughs) I disagree with Tom's critique there because clearly, if you listen to more episodes, he would not say it's like improv. Just do that and then stuff will get better. But what he's saying is. We need to have better control of the mm. of the of the structure, and uh-huh. then we can improvise more. Right now, oh, okay. right now the structure is kind of all over the place. It's too loose. Impro- it's too loose. It's too loose. You we have need to, to yes refine the structure. Yes. yes. Get a tighter outline, mm-hmm. and then and then you, know, you can mess it up. In there, you can dance. That's yes. your dancing area. Uh-huh. You know, when you go to a wedding, and it's like the big ballroom, but it's got that square. That's that the dancing square. square. Uh huh. Everyone knows. That's where you do your dancing. Mm-hmm. That's the where the, that's of the, where the circle happens. All around it. Mm-hmm. So that's what he wants. Okay, I can I can agree with that. Here's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I'm pissed as shit because it's like <laughs> I'm gonna be frank. He can kiss my ass with that Whoa, stuff. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. It's, you are pissed. There is no way I want more structure to this show. I'm a fucking artist. I don't yeah. need structure. You want to hold me down? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I work within my own brain, all right? My own creative mind. Yeah. If I put any kind of structure to that, you think you're going to get the genius that comes out into this <laughs> stupid microphone and into these people's stupid ears? No. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. You can't hold me back. Wrong. Okay. So that's two. That's two. Jamal said that's wrong. Reeve says that's wrong. And I also mm-hmm. did the improv stuff before yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. So going off of that, I said, okay, structure, I get it. We have had some complaints. We we had one complaint. We got one complaint officially, and it seems to be a problem with the structure. Uh-huh. So this is Tom's um, notes on complaints that we should get. So Jamal, can you play the second clip now? Now we're doing the second clip. If someone complains, you know, you root that out. You don't let you don't let that get swept under the rug. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's an executive chef. In, in fact, in, in, in one of my restaurants, an executive chef just did something that was completely out of, out of line. He was gone the next day. And you can't let anyone protect that person. You can't let someone, you know, talk you out of it. You've got it has to be fast, it has to be decisive. So to oh. that I say to the guy that left the bad comment about us, get out of here. Get yeah. him out of here. You're get out. him out. Get him out of here. Swift get punishment. Get him out of here. No yeah. one protect him. No one say that's good. Get him out of here. We're Lock no longer going to put the timestamp of when we talk about <laughs> Top Chef. Now mm-hmm. you're just going to have to listen to the whole thing or skip around because yep. that guy's out of here. Yep. If you complain, get out of here. Um, I can't stand complainers. No. And Tom can't either. He gets him out of here. Okay. After that, I said, okay, what can we do? No, wait, I already did did that one. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I should have gone in order. (laughs) Okay. No. (laughs) After after that, Tom kind of rambled a little bit. He kind of got off. This is one of the times we got off topic, but I feel like Uh this is pertinent to this. He, Mm -hmm. He started to remind me 
of why he asked us to do the podcast. Oh, okay. So nice. uh, you can play the... My reason for doing it, my, my wife always says she shouldn't say this, but my, my reason for doing the show was because I got tired of going to like food festivals and it can come with book signing and I'm signing books next to Bobby Flay and he's signing 200 and I'm signing 20. And I didn't think it was because he was a better chef or had a better book. So it, Wait, turns what? Out, <laughs> it turns out that I think the first part got cut off because I was talking over it, but he says like the reason I'm doing the show, it turns out he's just, he had us do the podcast because he wants to do better than Bobby Flay. He wants to beat Bobby Flay. Uh, why doesn't he just go on the show? There's a whole Bobby show. Yeah. And just heads up. One to one. Why not do the Iron Chef challenge? He thought Wasn't this was Tom better. Wasn't Tom Colicchio at one point an Iron Chef? I don't know. He I might have he been. Um, I feel like he's one of those, and you know, I can find, I relate to this, where it's mm-hmm. like to, you know, hold on to your prestige. You don't compete in things. Yeah. To mm-hmm. make it mm-hmm. seem like, listen, I'm already great. I don't yeah. need to compete. Who yeah. knows what how I would do? I probably win, but we don't yeah. know because I haven't actually done it. Yeah, but then I'm also like taking away from you who could win, and you, you know, you need this because you're lesser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's like he's coming at Bobby Flay from all angles. You know, yeah. he's sneaking in there with this podcast thing to to to, to draw away his popularity that's just one of the ways you can beat bobby flay look i'll sit i'll name four ways you can beat bobby flay right now cook better than him draw his fans away uh uh you get more marbles when you throw the marbles down that are his marbles and four you punch him in the nose Mm -hmm. you know tom is not fooling me because the fact that he brought up that Bobby's signing more uh, books at the food festivals means that at some point in time they're sitting next to each other and Bobby's pen ran out of ink and he was like, Hey Tom, you're not mm-hmm. using yours. Can I, yep. can I borrow mm-hmm. yours? And Tom's yeah. like, no. Yeah. Tom's no. And he's and, covered in like piles of yeah. books, unsigned <laughs> and Bob- books. <laughs> and Bobby's like, that's fine. They'll give me a new pen. I've got so many people to get through. Mm-hmm. And I got stuck with Tom. Tom's like, I need to change it up. I can't. Yeah. Next time I come back here, I need this line. And you know what? Since this podcast has taken off, I'm pretty sure one or two more people have shown up and like oh, yeah. signed some books. Hundred you know? percent. Certainly, 100%. Brian has. Sure. Yeah. Oh, Brian definitely yeah. has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred percent. We're making a change. <clears throat> so, I said, okay. Well, then, who likes our show? It seems like you don't like our show. We're getting critiques that are mean. Who likes our show? Jamal, play clip five. The kids were loving it. And and I really expected the kids to just kind of like, we don't like this, and I thought we'd have a big problem on our hands. The kids really, really enjoyed it. They went crazy over it. Okay. That's true. true. I can confirm that. Kids love this podcast. Kids love it. I'm trying to find a reason for that. Well, let me tell you the reason why. Here's why kids like the podcast. We're often confrontational. We're often sexist. And we're often racist. If that's not youth, what is? Mm -hmm. We're speaking their language. You know? They come here for, like, the real talk. You know, they're suppressed at school all day long. They can't say anything at school. You know how these schools are. Yeah. Then they come here and they're like, finally... Three dudes who are just saying it like it is. Yep. Chopping it up. And the black guy who keeps going after Dawn. Love it. Mm-hmm. There was a Dawn moment in tonight's episode today's episode me, that I was like Oh shit, Jamal's gonna be furious. Okay. Reeves, do you have any thoughts on the kids? It could also be that they're drunk. I think it's canon in this show yeah, that kids that. get yeah. drunk yeah. sometimes on the top chef. So maybe mm-hmm. it's that. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. Tom really loved the season that we did two seasons ago with all the guests. He loved that season. He wouldn't stop talking about it. Jamal, play clip six. Two seasons ago, um, and uh, uh, that was that was an amazing season. Uh, I agree. That was an amazing yeah. season. He wouldn't stop talking about it. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> so when we say two seasons ago, uh-huh. are we talking about the season with all the guests? Or are we talking about the season where he submitted his own scripts that he got well, to hear? That his, is two seasons. That oh. is two seasons ago. <laughs> three we're, seasons. we're three seasons removed from all the guests. <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, then okay, then he likes the one that 
featured him a lot. That yeah. fucking narcissistic, narcissistic motherfucker. Wow, he really pulled a fast one. Wow, I thought he was talking about the guests. He so was like, you kept having the best stuff on there. It was the best stuff. The openers were great. And I was like, yeah, the guests, they were so good. No, it's just his. He likes mm-hmm. to hear his own script and everything yeah. else that came along with it. It's typical. <sighs> oh, my God. All right. He handed the phone to Padma, and this is what she said. Clip seven, Jamal. Ryan really not only embraced where he was, but also let himself go. Just opened up in a way that I don't think any of us have ever seen before. What's and that was really about? nice. What's she, what she talking about? She says, it says Brian. She's talking about me. Oh. She says, Brian. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let's hear it again. I gotta hear this again. Brian really not only embraced. I think she says Ryan. No, it's Brian. (laughs) I thought she said Brian. Let's let's play it again. Everyone listen to the very beginning of this. It sounds like either Ryan or Diane, right? Yeah. Ryan, I think. Brian. Yeah. Ryan, why would it make it wouldn't make any sense for her to get me on the phone and talk about some guy named Ryan? Wasn't there a Ryan in last season? I think I'm going to be honest with you. If it is Brian, it sounds like a Brian with an eye, if anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And do we know that it's the right Brian? Yeah. Malarkey, maybe. Well, Tom yeah. said he said, here, Padma, I've got Brian on the phone. And then he handed her the phone. Mm-hmm. Did he, didn't he say, specify which no. Brian? No, he did not. Okay. Okay, so I think it's about me. It certainly is not about Brian Voltaggio. Hundred percent is not about Brian Voltaggio. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not one of the ones that Jamal and I guessed, so I don't think it's that one. No, no. Did Tom make any comments about you know the bald people? He did. He. You go ahead and play the ninth clip. I have black friends, but. That's all he had to say. But what? But what? But what? You don't usually put a but there. You usually be like, and I've got black friends and we hang out all the time. I've got black friends and they're the funniest motherfuckers I know. <laughs> What's the but? I didn't, just nothing good comes after the but when you say I have black friends, but. Yeah, it's almost like it's like I have black friends, but all that rioting. Can't get behind it. <laughs> Yeah, he said that a few times. Uh, it was he. He was like, "Make sure you know, make sure that you talk about this part." <laughs> okay. Um, and then okay, then I asked him to wrap the whole thing up, uh, and these are his final thoughts. Uh, Jamal, track eight. It's a great, great season. That's it. Yep. <laughs> great season. Okay, so not a bad report right. card. We've yeah, had that's some. A, that's at least a B, I think. I think so. We've had great, some great season doozies where yeah. it seemed like he was not happy with what we did. And, yeah. You know, this yeah. one, I mean, besides the fact that he called us racists and misogynists mm-hmm. and some other things, he seems to think it was still pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm mostly upset about him saying black people, but mm-hmm. um, not that he called me racist or misogynist. Uh, he has black friends, but yeah, I like, I have black friends, but well, I want to <laughs> dig into that. That's the thing I care about. Maybe next time he calls, we can ask him about it. Yeah. That's a cliffhanger. We're going to get that answer yeah. to that. But. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you have to listen to next week. Um, so Yeah. It pivot. seems like, you know, just really quick. I just wanted to like really quick go over that last segment. Mm-hmm. It seems like I should have probably played Tom's first thing at the end. Because that I think that I think had the most impact. Oh, you're talking about the flow of the clips? Yeah, yeah. I I would give some editing to that, but Uh I I think, listen, the idea was great. You put in some work, and listen, you're going to put in some work in the back end, too. I don't know how you're going to do it. Yeah, Yeah, we'll see. Maybe the sequencing I would change, but I think it was was solid. Okay. Okay. Somebody's wife is going to be alone this weekend while the work you got to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be up all night Sunday just cranking this one out. Cranking it out until... Early morning Monday. Yeah. Then you're like, it's 9 a.m. I got to get to work. And I just pu- I just publish it immediately. It's nice and when I can hit publish later. I just got to put it right hit out publish, there. and then you straighten your tie and goes, I'm clocked in. Yeah. I'll, what I'll do is I'll hit publish, and then I'll realize that I spelled Premiere wrong. <laughs> to everyone out there who thinks that I spelled <laughs> Premiere wrong in the last episode, um, no, I didn't. Because what I meant was it was the best Top Chef. 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't the fr- it, it yes, it was also the first one of the season, but it was also the best. Yeah, it was a premiere yeah. episode. Yes, it's mm-hmm. pr- the primo, you know. Yes. He almost put primo. Yes. Yeah. So don't so just drop it, okay? So drop stop it. messaging us saying that it's misspelled, okay? Cuz it's not. You just don't understand that he has a great SAT vocabulary, okay? Yeah. And I mean, I know we're probably a little bit long on time here with this intro, but we have so many people that message us with spelling mm-hmm. and, you know, grammar errors. That, yeah. You know, it's a whole group of fans we have. They call themselves the Beehive because they're spelling bee people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really like, it's like, you know, I don't check our social media, but what I've been told is it's like, it's filling up our inbox with a bunch of punctuations yeah. and, you know, <laughs> yeah. spelling mistakes, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, Brian doesn't have time for that. And a lot of times it's what he meant to do anyway. Yep. So, yeah, they're not if mistakes. there's something the beehive hates, it's when you compare spelling mistakes you made to maybe a great speller in the past. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I can't someone think who, of what that would be right now. Someone who spelled a lot, did a lot, changed the game for vocabulary mm-hmm. way back when. And they're like, well, don't compare me to that person. You know, they're two different spellers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also just want to say I'm glad that Reese brought up the beehive. Mm-hmm. And I hope this doesn't further stoke the fire. But I'm going to need, we're going to need the beehive and the foot clan to stop coming for each other in the comments and on the message boards because beginning it's it's hostile and we don't need it. Yes. You are two different fan groups that love the same thing. Pod chef, but don't, you know, don't yuck someone's yum. Don't be mad at the feet, the foot clan because they like feet and foot clan. Don't be mad at the beehive because they like spelling correctly. And the beehive is the yuck. Mm -hmm. Yes. The Foot Clan is the um. (laughs) And we know all your subtle ways that you're doing it. You know, when you Mm -hmm. post pictures of a bee, you know, flying around a foot or something like that, or (laughs) a foot smashing a bee or something. We know what you mean by that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you you put a picture of a home minus ohm and then a five minus the F, like we get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You, yes, yeah. <laughs> these aren't these aren't dog whistles. These are just whistles. We know yeah, what's we happening. Know what you're doing. Stop it because it's going to get out of hand. Okay, we don't need the first shot to happen and then for it, this to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Don't please, please do not review our podcast and write some kind of cryptic message about <laughs> what clan or a hive you're a part of and what you plan to do to the other one don't write that in our podcast comments don't write that in our social media we don't we really don't need it yeah no affiliation do not express your affiliation when or rank when or rank when Mm -hmm. reviewing the podcast please we don't need the fbi investigating us any further we're already being investigated for they say that we're pretending to be the official top chef podcast it's all that's too much, okay? Mm-hmm. They're all, they've been rooting through my garbage for months. And they keep saying, man, you order a lot of takeout. <laughs> I don't need to hear that from them anymore. I'm like, they yeah, keep... Agent Morris, I know. Why they won't you saying... just feed them? You really should. <laughs> they sound like they're so hungry. <laughs> because, because then I feel like it's bribery. If I give them food directly, I then see. I'm bribing them and then I go to jail. Mm. Yeah, they're trying to. They're tricky. Uh, trick you. Um, this is a good segue to chefs I prepared for you. Uh, this is a segment due every week. Uh, it's where we present what we had last night, only last night, to the judges, as if we're presenting to the judges of Top Chef. I'll go first. Chefs I prepared for you. Baked salmon. Ooh. Period? Period. Comma. Okay. <laughs> Sweet potatoes. And this is yep, for yep, all yep, the yep, beehive yep. out there saying the commas comma. out loud. <laughs> comma. <laughs> Arugula salad. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. What did and you last salmon in a while? Hmm. I was gonna say the last time I think you said you had salmon, Reeves asked you if you made all the fat come out of it. I did not. I did not. I, I cook it on low heat, three twenty five, so none of the uh proteins pop out. The proteins so low. How long? 
for like 35 minutes. Wow. Low and I wanna, slow. I want to lightly cook it so it's not overcooked. And the man, it comes out, it's so juicy and tender. See, I've been cooking salmon wrong for a long time. Putting on like 350, maybe 400. You're cooking it too rough. You got to cook it low. Low, low and, and slow. slow. Do mm-hmm. you do you give it a little sear, pan fry, get that? No. No, you just like and it. The only nice reason why I don't do that, it's not that I don't want to do that. It's just it makes everything in my house smell like fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. I stopped doing that because I don't have proper ventilation here. Yeah. So. What happens? Um, Chefs, I prepared for you crispy fried rice with bacon and cabbage. And I fucked it up. Just like I fucked up. This is a, last oh week. no, oh, Reeves. No. Have y'all ever made fried rice before? Have y'all ever made? <laughs> uh, I have not. So uh, this is the second time I've gone at it. And here's the thing. Actually, it's not true. I have. Oh, you I'm have? Sorry. How'd it go? Ordered from ordered from um, was it um, like Blue Apron or something? Yeah, something like that. And I had uh, you had to make fried rice. Yeah, it turned out all right. I've made fried rice before. It's okay. So I. What kind of rice did you guys use? At what state and what rice? I don't remember. I, just I know that you're supposed. Oh, sorry, God. No, I'm done. Oh, I know that you're supposed to use old rice. Yes. So Who just has old rice sitting around. I I cooked rice earlier in the day. I've done this twice now, and I think it also is brown rice. It's maybe not the best rice to use, but the, the main thing is like terrible, gross, gross, terrible, and terrible. gross, it's moisture, dry. It's got to be dry, and you got to get that. You got to get that walk very, very hot. And I think mm-hmm. both of those things I didn't do well. It was definitely hot, but it could have been hotter. And I don't think the rice was dry enough because it looked great. It was looking, everything was looking so good, and I did a great job with it. And then the last, I mean, two minutes, all of a sudden, mush. It just yeah, turned oh, to mush, no. and I yeah. was so <laughs> angry about it. You were in the zone, and then you went past the zone. Yeah, I went past the zone. You have a walk. I do have a walk. You were cooking on the walk. Yeah, you, you got to take that off the walk when you're done. We won't let it rest. Oh, Reeves maybe that's a, what I a bit of a walk you, man. You cannot leave anything in a walk and think that it's not going to be superheated or changed. Mm-hmm. When you're done cooking it, get it off that walk. Yeah. This, get it out of here. These shoes are made for walking. And mm. that's just what you'll do. Mm-hmm. What, um, maybe you don't want to talk about it, but what what, what distracted you in those last two minutes that caused you to... Um, <laughs> there was no distraction. It, it was just, I was just like going with it. And like mm-hmm. the, 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 the ingredients, the recipe for it was like kind of vague on the timing at the end. So I was just kind of feeling it out. And I was like, it needs to get a little crispier. And I was kind of moving in the egg. And mm-hmm. somewhere in between the egg um, scrambling and like the last minute, all of a sudden it was just like mush. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I thought it did. I think I put too much fish sauce in it too. So that might have been part of it. Um, It was okay. What was your sous chef doing this whole time? Uh, He was okay. So he was at the window screaming at, okay. So we have another, what did we say cats for? (laughs) Uh, Sushi chef mm-hmm. outside okay. who mm-hmm. is very loud. Yeah, he was yelling at us, uh, a sushi <laughs> chef. Yeah, that was very okay. loud that we have named Honkers because he's a very okay. loud sushi chef. Honkers. So, yeah. Because he's Glorious. too loud. Anyway, that's what I have. Uh, we have gone very long on this. So, chefs, last night I procured for you mm-hmm. a burrito and Carrie had a quesadilla. But just so you know, on Saturday we took a class. A coworker taught us a class on how to make pulao, um, oh. which is an Indian rice dish. And it You've turned been married out for a while you should know how to pull out. Does that need to be cut too? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that we could find some way to turn that into the transition. <laughs> but then you didn't do it. Friday night bites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can you can cut that. <laughs> Either way, that was Saturday during the day. We made some delicious pulao, vegetarian with uh, uh, peas and uh, potatoes, um, and it was a lot of fun to do. Mm. Nice. Are you already yeah. stressed about how you're going to edit this episode? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm stressed for you. 100%. (laughs) Really not looking for. Here's, 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 here's one little, uh, one little uh, 
thing that could work out. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be real shit weather tomorrow. Maybe I'll just yeah. like strap myself in, get mm. super baked, and then just like edit in like two hours. Um, There's which is how I do it. So if you wonder why the things are spelled wrong, you just know that the person editing this podcast is very oh, high is while doing to it. Snow tomorrow under the influence. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Yeah, it's supposed to be bad. What is this weather at? It was like 72 two days ago. Yeah. But it's, you know what? It's cold. It's football weather. Friday Night Bites will be right back after this. <laughs> I was just going to talk about like, well, it's Friday tonight, right? <laughs> oh, it is Friday right now. Oh, we're having a good time. It's Friday. Just like Friday Night Bites will be right back. <laughs> and do you want to do three more maybe? Just you can pick yes. one that you want to use. Uh-huh. Um uh we can use the first two we can that's okay, fine yeah, we can okay, use the yeah, first yeah, yeah. all right, all right. and we're back this is pod chef season six episode two season 19 episode two of top chef it's not confusing we're in houston friday night bites right off the bat i just want to say i have to stop watching this show before i eat i need to eat and then watch the show you a little hungry watching get, this one i just get super hungry watching this show for the first part right because the second part i wasn't super enamored like i don't get hungry <laughs> looking at grains like yeah, no yeah. it was the cheese yeah I, let's be honest i was thinking pizza in this quick fire i was like man all this cheese i'm not a queso boy are you guys queso boys i like queso um yeah i i, I dig it all right i do find that they I, I listen the fountain was really cool it was queso very mm-hmm. golden corral or whatever but like the way they had it shot was like it was Panama, and then that was in the background. I was like, "You need it's too distracting. Just yeah. move her slightly." So I'm not because yeah. all I was I was staring at that fountain, and then I didn't even understand what the challenge was. Yeah, it looked like that old lady was in front of a green screen. I, I was like, I swore she wasn't there. There was something <laughs> off Irma. about her standing. Irma, Irma. Galvin. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like queso. I actually, you know, I actually was craving queso last night. That's why I ordered burritos, but they didn't have queso there, so I just didn't get it. But I wanted so, it. This quick fire is the cheesiest one ever. It's cheesy in here. I love cheese. I do. It's my favorite food. Well, no, ice cream's my favorite food, but ice cream's really just cold cheese. When she said that, my wife had a physical reaction to that. <laughs> she said, "She said she just ruined ice cream for me." Gross. Cold I cheese. Eat that anymore? Most of my cheese is cold. It's in the fridge. Yeah, I keep it. If it gets warm, I can't eat it anymore because it makes my tummy sick. Yes. Yeah. If I leave it out, they okay. say don't eat that. Mm-hmm. And if it is warm, I go find myself a cold wine, and I dip the cheese in, and uh-huh. it's back to cold again. I add a little ice to my cheese. Mm-hmm. Nothing weird about that. No, I did that all the time in college. Yeah. Everyone was yeah. doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe refined palates don't add ice to their cheese, but I'm doing it now when I'm oh. home by myself. Hell yeah, I'm adding yeah. ice to my cheese. Yeah. A little Does box it? cheese? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, man. Box cheese puts me out. <sighs> The box cheese, man, we used to get wild with the box cheese back in the day. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what. Better have that bathroom clear. Let me do that. Um, You'd ever done jungle juice with box cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's dipping their cup in, getting some of that box cheese. Someone um, during this introduction says that they gained a bunch of weight from eating queso when they first moved to like Texas. Mm-hmm. And so I asked you guys. Um, how much queso weight did you put on during the parmdemic? Do we want to okay. leave that in? Do we want to leave that in? <laughs> that, I'm, I'm, I'm done editing. No more editing. <laughs> keeping that in because it's too, you, too much. You, you gouda keep it in. Mm, yep. And that's going to stay too. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't have anything on this. So. All right. So what was the challenge? <clears throat> the challenge was... The chefs put their own spin on queso, and they had to include an accompany item that to dip into the queso, but it wasn't allowed to be tortilla chips. This is um, fun. I liked it. Simple. This was a great, a great yep. quick fire. I thought mm-hmm. it was good. It was simple, and mm-hmm. I, you know what? I like it when I see something that someone's making, and it turns. I think that's not going to work, and it turns out to be good because Demars, when he was like, "I'm just going to do a regular pepper and not really do much to it," ended up being great. And I was like, that's going to be bad. But it was good. So good for Damar. 
he just took a bite of a jalapeno. He just grabbed it and bit it. Yeah, he was like, that's uh, tastes good. Well, I just stick that in there. Easy enough. That you is got, spicy. You got freaking Jackson over there that <laughs> not even making dip. He's just like frying it up like a dummy. It's like, this is not what you wanted me to do. I'm giving you something that's different from the challenge and it's bad. It literally broke Padma's brain. <laughs> like she was like, <laughs> so she was like, where's the queso? And he's like, it's here. <clears throat> And she was like, well, there's no dipping. And he was like, yeah, I did something different. And she's like, I, what the fuck? Yeah. She, you know, I thought that she might have liked it because she was eating a lot of cheese. And I knew she was going to make a comment about it. And she did. Hey, hush puppy. The queso itself is cheddar and pepper cheese and a little bit of Szechuan chili bean paste. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Lots of cheese. Girl, I know. <laughs> girl. Laughed so hard at that. At Pavico, mm-hmm. girl, I love that moment. Mm-hmm. It was great. Everyone cheered. Yeah. They all got it. And also the hush puppy dipping in cheese. Oh my god, please. I'm gonna need that. I'm 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 gonna need a satchel of that, which is the new catchphrase. I'm gonna need a satchel of that, apparently, is how you mm-hmm. ask for a lot of food. I'm gonna oh, need a okay. satchel of that. Give me a whole satchel of hush puppies so I can yeah. dip them in my queso dip. Okay. Oh man, this is so good. I'm gonna need a satchel of this. So Irma didn't like Sam Robert Jackson's queso, but she did like Evelyn, Nick, and Damar's queso, and Damar wins. This was a big episode for Damar. Yes. This, which which interprets to a big episode for Reeves because yep, he's maybe. on Reeves' team. I do so. I hate, I hate, hate, hate to have to like question black people winning, <laughs> whether or not someone is cheating Uh-oh. or some sort of collusion going on. Okay, but Demar wins big in this episode, and he also knows the songs that are playing before they play. Yeah, what it was seems that? like. Something's either he knows, either he can see the future and he knows what's going to happen so we can like sing along. That's how he yeah. also does his dishes to know what they're going to like. Maybe his future sight. Maybe his future sight. Because he was humming and like the music matched it perfectly. Like, how did he, did he know that they were going to pick that song in that spot? Yeah. You And why is he so calm? You can only be calm and hum. Mm-hmm. You can never be like stressed out and have a humming going on. Yeah. So maybe he is cheating. But I'm here for it if he is. I hope he I hope he continues to cheat and continues to win. There was no collusion. <laughs> Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Okay. Everyone <laughs> is trying to blame Damar. They're saying they're saying that he's singing and also composing the things. And that means that that's why he won the challenge. There's no collusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Can someone com- uh explain two quick things for me? Um. Mm-hmm. D- okay, this is this is an observation. Nick's NW clan, all of his kids are initials NW. Insane, insane. Uh, his six kids. Second this of all, Brian. This is Brian again coming after black people. Keep going. What the? Fu- well, now I'm gonna come after <laughs> a white person. What the fuck was that burnt milk thing? He that he made a burnt milk crepe. He just burnt milk. Oh, the thing yeah, that Jackson gross. did. Yeah, was that what it was? Is that what it ended up being? Because look, he's like, put milk in a pan and then let it burn. And then he was like, here's this. Eat this. Wait, who are you talking about Jackson or Luke? I don't know. They're kind of <laughs> the same to me. I think so. They both did really shitty. Um, but I think you might be talking about Luke. Uh, he's the one that like does a lot of like very like like whimsical things. But then I think that is who you're talking about. And they're like, oh, it's kind of like a taco or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that didn't look great either. He's he's definitely, I think Tom says this later, he's like kind of theory first. Like, oh, here's this cool concept or whatever. But like his flavors are never there. Mm-hmm. So he's probably going home very soon. That yeah. looked bad. I also, I don't like Jackson. He annoys me. He's the guy no. that did the non, the no dip thing. Yeah. yeah. Quick uh, he's, note he's, for this episode is that both white guys got told they're not seasoning their food enough. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A and lot of, of guys, talk of seasoning this episode. A ton of salt talk. Can yeah. we talk about this? One of the guys is the guy who last episode said, yeah, I worked at the world's greatest restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then why don't you know how to season They don't food? have salt there, I guess. No salt. Yeah. One time I used sugar. 
So I know we've 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 gone long. We're at forty five, but Jamal, can you please take forty five more minutes to explain this fucking elimination challenge? The rules were so convoluted and <laughs> oh insane. Um, so I do. We're not going to play it because it's too long. I do have a clip of the entirety of Padma explaining the rules. It is an it is a minute long with no edits, nothing in between. Her just explaining the rules. It's so convoluted. It's so bad. It made me so angry. It ruined the episode for me. I will say, on second watch, I liked it better. But that's because I understood the rules better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I don't. For the audience, it's essentially they're playing football and they have to score a touchdown. Now, how the how you score yards is like this: every person picks a guy, uh, person on their team to make a dish, and they go head to head and they deliver it to the judges. And based on how many judges root for your dish over the other person's dish, is how many yards you get. It's was it ten five yards a uh, a judge five yeah five, five mm-hmm. yards a judge, and you had to go through everyone in the team, and hopefully you scored a touchdown at the end to win. But no, that didn't happen in this game. Yeah, no one won. No team won. <laughs> this shit made no sense. It literally, like, why do that? And then, like, they should have moved the cooking station the five yards. Yeah. Like, make them pick up the station and move that. At, like, instead yeah, of making, like, those stupid been... mascots do it. Well, let's talk about some other stupid things. Why the hell? Would, what were the coaches doing? What was that? Why did they have coaches? Providing advice. I'll tell you what Sam wasn't doing. Talking about diabetes. And let's give it up for Sam. The one time he didn't have to do it. He didn't do it. They won't let me anymore. Is that the same Sam? He, well, so, you know, again, we watched it 15, it's 15 years ago. We watched his season. I could not, I literally was so different. Sam, Sam looks so familiar, but I can't place him. He looks insanely different. I didn't know that was the same Sam until right now. Yeah, the the sex, one of the top sexy chefs of New York. Yeah. Now it looks like Johnny Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Professional wrestler Johnny <laughs> Knoxville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reeves, you were saying so, you had a question? Um, no, I'm not going to ask it. Okay. <laughs> let's, All right. let's keep moving. Sarah, she's a spy. First, Do you think that there's something to be said about putting similar dishes up against similar dishes? Jackson's doing a cake, so he should go up against you. Because I kill it. Yeah. 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 Um, Stephanie is doing a fishwada. I think I should go up against her because it's bean versus bean. Oh, you're like a spy. It's so great. The easier it is to measure one for one, the easier the win is. And also, the less likely it is to be a split vote. <laughs> mm, she sounds like Sarah knows how to play this game. The game master is she's, playing the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's learning very quickly. And next week when she meets Hung, I'm sure she'll be like, Hung, you and your gray hair. I'm learning how to play the game, Master. Mm-hmm. Full glow up for Hung. Oh yes, looking great. He's looking good. Um, the white fox. I like this. Like it genuinely. I do. I think I was thinking about this in the last episode. Something that I liked in the last episode was the fact that it was group immunity, so it allowed for people to take more chances rather than having one person being immune. Or having immunity and going into a group where it's like they maybe feel more responsibility to like go with the team so they don't bring the team down. So it, yeah. it, I so anyway, I, I like that there's potential for more gameplay that allows mm-hmm. like another layer to the show where there's like an absence of conflict because they don't have a lot of characters anymore and there's not right. a lot of like brash people. Make the games a little bit more interesting so people can like strategize a little bit. That gives another dimension to it. You don't need a lot, but a little bit gives a little bit of conflict so it came i up I, too it did which i i do think is kind of interesting um so more of that please i do we when jamal was uh, explaining the rules to this he didn't note there are more rules it is carb focused <laughs> meals oh, yeah. that are grains and rice mm. it's just a hat on a hat on a hat yes and then at one point they're in the store and one of the women says that this this rack is the g spot for carbs what is that the G spot. Yeah, I had that written down as well. It's like I've been in Whole Foods and it doesn't exist actually. Well, I yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't a... found the G spot. I found some other spots. Well, I think that it's like I mean, it's in big medical books too. That it's like big Whole Food medical books that it doesn't actually exist. Yeah, so yeah. It's it's fake news. So yeah. like when Whole Foods tells me to hit it and I'm not doing it, I shouldn't feel bad. It doesn't exist. Yeah. 
when Whole Foods says <laughs> deeper, harder, <laughs> impossible, often sexist. Um, so yeah, that, <laughs> that's exactly what I was <laughs> that was. Yeah, just more this 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 was a weird competition. I do like the head to head things though. I do like when, mm-hmm. but I also like when it's the same kind of food, like yeah. the same like we each got this item. You pick the bet. Like what like um what Sarah was saying. That it's like item for item, yeah. my uh, stew versus your stew. I like that. Tom's not happy about the chickpea situation. He's not happy. And Damar starts cooking and he's humming again. And we already know that that's his secret weapon. So how many backstories did we get this episode? We got like three. Usually when you get a backstory from someone and they go back and do a double backstory, you're like, oh, they're going home. Yeah, but Tamar mm-hmm. got a long backstory, and I thought he might be going home, but I was like, "Well, he can't now after the quick fire." Well, they also had Sam Kang at one point said, um, "I took two L's. I need to get a win." I yeah. was like, "That's kind of setting you up to go home too." I thought, "Yeah, I so thought that too." And then also the fact that we saw from the trailer his whole thing where he's like dancing along. With I the thought mascot. like that was his one part, and they're going to get rid of him now. He's going, but he didn't. He did well. He well, might be too fun. Yeah, like it. Too, it was cute, this, but it he, might be too much. He's too much of a character. He he is pretty wild. He's a madman who thrives on chaos. <laughs> um, and he really does try and. I think he, you know, maybe he's playing the game too, and maybe that's his yeah. game style. He wants yeah. everyone to think he's fun loving, but in the end, he's trying to sabotage his own team so he looks good. Yeah, you remember when he was uh, was using the blender? He said. You want to see me turn these grains uh-huh. into carbs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, you want to know how I got these carbs? Mm-hmm. My father. My father <laughs> had a bit of a eating problem. I almost com- I almost combined those two. Hold on. I will do it f- for you. My father had a bit of a weight problem, and that's me combining Dark Knight and Tommy Boy. <laughs> Got a bit of a weight problem. Um, right here in the midsection. Right. <laughs> um when you said that Tom didn't like the the um chickpeas, chickpeas. you know who really fucking hated the chickpeas? Padma Pad- could not get over the hum- she was like hummus? Like she was hummus? disgusted by the hummus. She was... already did the dip challenge. What is this? She was really pissed. Um, that she was like, "This is just fucking. This is just like hummus or whatever." Like I've had hummus before, and then this other <laughs> woman just did me like broken rice. It's just like rice and beans, right? Whatever. Yeah. You didn't even make the hummus. You didn't put the chorizo in the rice and beans. Like, why would you remove chorizo from anything? Mm-hmm. Chorizo makes if if there's an ingredient that you have, and one of them's chorizo. That stays. Yeah. Get rid of something else. Keep the meat in. Keep the chorizo. Yeah. Big mistake by Stephanie. Oh, also, by the way, B-dubs, Brooke, she's guest judge yes. here. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. they did they did another Tom walkthrough. Thank God that mm-hmm. was back. And she was kind of razzing Tom a little bit. Yeah, yep. she was razzing. She was in Tom's business. Yeah. I think Brooke is gunning for, like, to take the next step in, like, celebrity chefdom. I think mm-hmm. she is prepping herself in like PR style to be like, I am a, this is my brand. I am, you know, I could be in front of the camera. I could have my own show. So don't be surprised if you see Brooke out there hosting her own show soon. And if you say Brian Shardy does, then to that, I say, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I already This is a joke. And I think she should actually bring her title from a tournament of champions that she won, which they do actually get a wrestling title in that show. She should start bringing that around everywhere. Whoa. You guys should watch mm. that show. It's really fun. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Let's talk about the sticky rice situation. Nick, we all agree that Monique's dish is banging. Yes. And she needs to go before, because if they get 100 points before us, it's not even, she might not even get us any points. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, so you want to switch with her? No. Yeah, I will switch with her. Yeah. So Perfect. does that make sense to yeah. everyone? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah she should yeah. go first? Okay, okay, great. I'm on such a high. Why does she have to go first? It doesn't make sense. Everyone, he, he asks multiple times. Everyone agrees. And then a couple of beats later, it's, it, Sarah's doing a talking end. She was like, it was a mistake. Why did we listen to this guy? Yeah. He yeah. was crazy. He was just talking in circles. And everyone just agreed because we were all just on a high. And this mm-hmm. is exactly what people like him do. They whip yeah. people up. 
And they just into sneak a frenzy. out the back door. Yeah. yeah. And then like, man, can you believe we did that and you're gone now and I'm not? It seemed like it seemed like Dawn took the she took the hit for that because she was the coach. So she had final say, I'm guessing. I have no idea how what role she had in this other than yelling to Padma from across the field. Yeah. What the next Padma got a mic. No one else did. Yeah. Um, but like. Yeah, they they were going for the win. They were trying to get the two point conversion to get the to get the win, rather than going to overtime. And it bit him in the ass. And you don't want to go into overtime with these new overtime rules. Mm-hmm. No, because they don't make sense, and neither does this elimination yeah. challenge. So, <clears throat> so I love how Tom, after we saw him stare at the chickpeas earlier on in the episode, asked at judges' table. Were these chickpeas? Did you make these? Did you make these chickpeas? He always like, says that. Like, Tom, we all saw you death stare at them earlier. We know that you know that she didn't make them. I just want to make sure everyone knew and everyone yeah. heard. And I, you know what? I do agree with him. Because at first I thought, I was like, oh, yeah, you can use canned chickpeas. are great. But she, re- I don't think she did anything to them. I think she no, just she drained just them and cleaned them. them. There. Yeah, because I saw oh. them and I don't think, and I was like, well, then I kind of get it. Because it yeah. is kind of like just plain canned chickpeas, not yeah. the best. I mean, it's lazy. And then yeah. she gave them attitude when they were calling her out about it. Like, Sarah, come on. Mm-hmm. You yeah. didn't really cook this elimination challenge. You like put food on a plate that you opened up out of a package mm-hmm. you knew it was going to happen because in the store in the store they were like one are you going to cook chickpeas and she was like no so that you knew that tom like the, the producer went to tom and was like hey she bought the chickpeas bring it up yeah. and then he slipped the guy 20 bucks and this mm-hmm. is kind of crazy because it's like this is a cooking show how do people get passed by not cooking on a cooking show that should be an automatic elimination yeah, I I can understand maybe the timing of it. Like, I don't think I'll have time to fully cook through because I think that's yeah. what they were saying in yeah. the store. It's like you're not gonna have time to like soak the the, the chickpeas enough yeah. to cook them through. I, I kind of get it, but like then so don't do, do it. Else. Exactly, yeah, right. do don't else. do it. Yeah. yeah, pivot. Um, yeah, pivot like Evelyn did because Evelyn. she was making noodles, and because they showed the same clip four times of her scooping up the noodles and grabbing one out, it literally was the exact same clip exact over, and same over, again. over and over again. She pivoted. And she pivoted to using everyone's leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She was just like, what has everyone got? And then Sam, as the coach, was like, just go up to them and just lie about everything. Here. Just mm-hmm. tell them, just lie to them, be confident, and tell yeah. them this is what you meant to do the whole time. She didn't do it. She immediately cracked. <laughs> yeah. What happened to the noodles? I uh, fucked them up. This is leftovers. Oh, yeah. shit. They turned into snakes. I can't serve you guys snakes. <laughs> So I want to mention that now that I know that that's Sam from Top Chef LA, we 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 might be getting someone from every season of. I mean, they went far back, and we're getting Sam. hung next season. Next episode, I mean, yeah. so. we might yeah. be getting everyone from a past season of Top Chef. I'm excited to see hung next. So next week, yeah, need so a monkey I, update. I I hope he <sighs> really hope. I, who knows what's going on with that? Monkey. Do monkeys live as long as humans? Could it be dead? They live so long. Live okay, longer. so he's still alive, probably. Yeah. So unless Hung had to kill him because it was either him or the monkey. (laughs) We can't we can't get into that. We're at an hour right now already. Stephanie was eliminated. Stephanie, please pack your knives and go. Thank you very much for letting me look for you. you. (laughs) She was pushing her out the door at this point. That's not how I go up. No, you're not. You got last chance. That's true. I haven't even started to show the judges what I'm capable of. I want to prove that I do have skill, that I do have technique, that I know what I'm doing. And I am excited to go into Last Chance Kitchen and and show that. Yeah, she gets eliminated in Last Chance Kitchen. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Princess Kamalea beats her and uh, advances. So that's one of the good things about having two of my team members in Last Chance Kitchen. I'm going to get points either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get point. Do you get point five points for a last chance kitchen win? Yep, and one point for technically advancing an episode. Can I say still, still in the show that? Let's talk about the standings. Go ahead. I think that I think that Leah honestly was fucked up in her episode because in this quick fire, she looked like a professional chef. Like she was like all business. Was like. 
do everything was like smooth and like good and she knew what she was doing she cleaned that rattle thing though she'd never done it before was on it like i was like oh shit she's like actually a contender and it sucks yeah, that she was like she, sick in her first episode she was literally on team chef owner that's my team yeah that's right. I'm chef owner so I think she's probably a really good chef. I mean, they all are, but like, it sucks that she you know, she looked like she's really fucking good. So let's do the standings. Reeves obviously won this week. Big week I mean, for Reeves. Sweep. Week. I mean, sweep. Eight and a half points in this week. And sweep the leg, Johnny, like Sam said in this episode. <laughs> really? Demar cool. scored four and a half points, which is literally what my entire team scored this week. Woo! So the standings now, Reeves has kind of broken out. He's got mm-hmm. 18 and a half points. I've got 13. Brian has 12 and a half. I'm sure next week Brian's uh, chefs will start failing. Right on your heels. Just mm-hmm. nipping at your heels. Nipping. This is what happened to me last last time we did this, Jamal, mm-hmm. is I was losing people mm-hmm. left and right. So mm-hmm. I, I, I lost people the first time. I, I lost the first person. And then, you know. I think after you lose two people, it's like, oh, gosh. Okay. Right. Well, if they put a run together in Last Chance Kitchen. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you can be in business. I yeah. do think, though, is you fucked up by picking the white women because they are going fast. <laughs> they are getting rid of the white women this season. Often sexist. Mm. Often, <laughs> often racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fuck so, you, hostile. <laughs> so Brian is lying. Tell us, tell us what's up. Oh. um, Or is that not your segment anymore? No, I don't really have a segment anymore. Psych, it's still Brian is lying, and that's the lie. (laughs) Reeves, where are they now? Okay, so Stephanie Miller, she has a restaurant, of course, in North Dakota, Butterhorn, which she owns with her husband. It's French-Italian. She's got another restaurant called Shelter Belt. I feel like it should be Shelter Belter, Um, which has like a 70s feel. It's got a bunch of like um, tenderloins and BLTs, bratwurst, that kind of stuff. Meat. Meat is what's for dinner. Hopefully, not broken rice. But apparently, that's what she likes. Can you now, taste broken rice? It's just like rice that's broken in half. Like, what's the mushy? Mushy. I, guess, I don't know. Whatever. Now it's time progress. for my new segment called Small Talk Clip of the Week. Let's listen. Hey, Steph, what are you making? Hi, Chef. Um, I am making. Pepper soda, marinated alligator. Okay. With a little course. bit of grapefruit and some grilled green onion just to give it some different textures. Okay. All right. How are you finding the alligator so far? A little hard to chew. A little bit. So I'm going to do my best to okay. quick fry it and, and okay. not overcook it like I did my rice. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with alligator. I think I've eaten it before. <laughs> I have it at my state fair. Ah. You know, fried food at the state fair. <laughs> oh, of course. Well, it's yes, always of course. lovely. It's always about fried yeah. food at the state fair. Yep, for sure. All right, well, good luck. Thank you, man. All right, well. So what Jamal is not playing is there were awkward silences of up to 30 seconds in between every question Tom asked. So that was the small talk. A lot of like, so. uh, He's kind of like thumping his fingers on the counter, kind of looking around. Have you you had alligator before? (laughs) And her answer is super fast. No, no. Oh, um, <sighs> state fair. Yeah, it's like a state fair state, or something, maybe. State fair. Yeah. They fried. If you ever had fried food, so this is something we'll have every week. A nice little moment of Tom doing small talk. He I, nails it. I like Tom in Last Chance Kitchen a He's lot. Great. He's very He's a different person. Yeah. He's completely unplugged. He's got his hair he, down. He literally, like. It's great. Yeah, the lighting was bad in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> There's one moment when they're bringing the food to him. So they're in complete bright. darkness. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's like there were like maybe like three or four lights that were very strong in certain areas and then nothing in other yeah. areas. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what was happening. There, it's, it's a skeleton crew. He's not going on for that show. He's like, just give yeah. me one guy and maybe, I'll make it work. Maybe he's running himself. I don't know. He might I be. wouldn't. Be, we should ask him. Mm-hmm. We should. All right, well, that's it for this week. Uh, review the week. hey guys, review the podcast. Yeah, review the podcast. And, Please give us a review. And in case I don't know, a lot of people skipped the beginning. Uh, we do need to reemphasize that it's like the Beehive and the Foot Clan. We don't want you guys getting in fights and posting about yourselves on our reviews or on our social media. So yeah. please, please don't do that. 
And I do need to say, because we have said that if you review the podcast and say what you had for dinner last night in the in the way that we do Chefs I Have Prepared for You, we'll read it on the podcast. Someone did that. So here we go. I'll read it now. This is from uh, Apple user FootFan420. The subject of the review is just talk about Top Chef. It's with that seems like a critique, but it's got five stars. Uh, chefs, I procured for you all-you-can-eat sushi from Yoshi, Yoshi Sushi in Richmond, Virginia. Sprite salad is definitely racist. My favorite part is when you read hashtags, hashtag feet lovers only, hashtag mise en place. So okay. you too can have your review read on the podcast mm-hmm. if you leave a review and tell us we had, had for dinner last night. And that shit's fucking, you can't put a price tag on that. That's for free. Because if you because if you could, I would. Give me five bucks. And until next time, we're going to pack on out and go. The goal is to get from one side of the football field to the other to score a touchdown. Whichever team scores a touchdown first will be safe from elimination. To gain yardage, you'll need to impress the judges. Myself, Chris, Tom, Gail, and Top Chef Charleston winner, Brooke Williamson. Every vote that a team gets equals five yards for a total of 25 yards available for each round. But if at the end of seven rounds, neither team has reached the end zone, then the MVP and the eliminated chef can be from either team.